Different types of emotions seem to rule our daily lives. We make decisions based on whether we are happy, angry, sad, bored, or frustrated. We choose activities and hobbies based on the emotions they incite. Understanding emotions can help us navigate life with greater ease and stability. Hi, my name is Aiden, and today I will talk about what are emotions why we have the need to express them. And before I can get into the main topics, I need to go into what is an emotion. So, an emotion is a feeling such as happiness, love, fear, anger, or hatred, which can be caused by the situation that you are in or the people you are with. Emotion is the part of a person's character that consists of their feelings, as opposed to their thoughts. An emotion is a complex psychological state that involves three distinct components. A subjective experience, a a physiological response, and a behavior or expressive response. In order to better understand what emotions are, let's focus on their three key elements, known as the subjective experience, the physiological response, and the behavioral response. Let's get into the first one, the subjective experience. While experts believe that there are a number of basic universal emotions that are experienced by people all over the world, regardless of background or culture, Researchers also believe that experiencing emotion can be highly subjective. Consider anger, for example. Is all anger the same? Your own experience might range from mild annoyance to blinding rage. We also don't always experience pure forms of each emotion. Mixed emotions over different events or situations in our lives are common. When faced with starting a new job, you might feel both excited and nervous. Getting married or having a child might be marked by a wide variety of emotions ranging from joy to anxiety. These emotions might occur simultaneously or you might feel them one after another. Now that we know a little bit about the subjective experience, let's move on to the physiological response. If you ever felt your stomach lurch from anxiety or your heart palpate with fear, then you realize that emotions also cause strong physiological reactions or or we can feel emotions and experience physiological reactions simultaneously. While early studies of the physiology of emotion tended to focus on these autonomic responses, more recent research has targeted the brain's role in emotions. Brain scans have shown that the amygdala, part of the limbic system, plays an important role in emotion and fear in particular. The amygdala itself is a tiny almond-shaped structure that has been linked to motivational states such as hunger, 
and thirst as well as memory and emotion. Researchers have used brain imaging to show that when people are shown threatening images, the amygdala becomes activated. Damaged amygdala has also been shown to impair the fear response, or in other words, you don't feel fear properly, as you should. Now let's move on to the final component, which is the behavioral response, and is perhaps the one you are most familiar with. The actual expression of emotion. We spend a significant amount of time interpreting the emotional expressions of the people around us. Our ability to accurately understand these expressions is tied to what psychologists call emotional intelligence. These expressions play a major part in our overall body language. In Japan, for example, people tend to mask displays of fear or disgust when an authority figure is present. Similarly, Western cultures like the United States are most likely to express negative emotions both alone and in the presence of others, while Eastern cultures like Japan are most likely to do so while alone. Now that that first part is finished, Let's move on to why we have the need to express them. But before we do that, let's move on to what I would put into in emotions and moods, what the difference is between them. In everyday language, people often use the term emotions and moods interchangeably, but psychologists actually make distinctions between the two. How do they differ? How are they different? An emotion is normally quite short-lived, but intense. Emotions are also likely to have a definite and identifiable cause. For example, after disagreeing with a friend over politics, you might feel angry for a short period of time. A mood, on the other hand, is usually much milder than an emotion. But longer lasting. In many cases, it can be difficult to identify the specific cause of a mood. For example, you might find yourself feeling gloomy for several days without any clear identifiable reason. Or in any case, it's just the opposite of an emotion. Our brains process and assign an emotion to every experience we have. From breakfast in the morning to a TV show we watch at night. It's one of the brain's main functions. It's why certain smells can make our hearts flutter or why an old song can make us sad. But in order for the process to work and to feel healthy emotions, we need to express feelings in the right way. We need to recognize which one We need to figure out which one we're feeling, expressing it and move on. When feeling emotions, we often respond in either two ways. Emotions are part of our everyday lives. Sometimes it can feel our, like our feelings control how we think and act to the point where we feel like 
we're not in control. Experiencing and expressing emotions are an integral parts of life. But for many people, emotions remain mysterious, confusing, and difficult to express constructively. Feelings are also connected to your behavior. If you aren't sure how you feel, but you realize that you are acting in a way that sends a clear message to others, you may be able to realize what you are feeling from your behavior. For example, if you have an angry facial expression or tone or voice when you're talking with a particular friend, maybe even a close friend from your childhood. It may be that you are angry or frustrated with that person without recognizing Making a connection between life's events and your feelings is very useful. Continuing with that example, once you recognize your feelings, you may then more clearly understand and articulate your concerns with your friend or family. That is all for this podcast. Like at the start, my name is Aiden. And I hope you all enjoyed this podcast about what emotions are and why we have the need to express them with everybody, like family and friends.